Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wiener dogs. Some people use labs. Some people use pit bulls. But for the most part, on leash is a wiener dog. West Virginia's only outdoor radio show, proudly presented by the Hatfield-McCoy Trails. With over 600 miles of ATV trails located in the rich mountains of southern West Virginia. And now, here's West Virginia's voice of the outdoors, Chris Lawrence. Well, morning, y'all. It's another wet one, at least here in Charleston. And depending on the temperature, it might get icy wherever you are. But we're back in the studio this morning. After uh, several weeks away, so glad to be uh, glad to be back in here. Our producer Coops on the other side of the glass this morning, making sure that all the proper buttons are in place and all the settings are right, so that uh, we can talk to one another this morning. And that's truly what I want to do: talk to one another. We do this around this time of year every year. I uh, just set aside a show in which you become the guest. I want to take uh, you know, no guests this morning. I'm taking pure phone calls for the full hour, 1-800-765-8255. That's the toll-free number to call and get on the show. And specifically what we're wanting to hear today is your buck season story. This has always worked out really well in the past. Folks call in and tell us how they did during the two-week buck season. Now that it's over, did you get a big buck? Did somebody in your family kill a big buck? Did your hunting camp uh, do well, or did you not do well? Or did you have one that uh, there's a great story about one that you didn't get that got away? That happens from time to time as well. Uh, maybe uh, uh, just reflecting back on the on the memories of buck seasons past and uh, getting together with family and friends and having a good time. Those are always a part of the buck season in West Virginia and the tradition of what we have in the Mountain State. Specifically, the Division of Natural Resources on Friday released the preliminary harvest figures from that two-week season, and they seem to mirror what I am hearing from many of you folks, and that was didn't see as many deer, didn't get as many deer, and that would be reflected in the numbers. Preliminary data uh, shows West Virginia uh, deer hunters killed 36,796 bucks during the two-week buck season. Now, that was 17% below the 2018 figure. Top 10 counties for the buck harvest, and in my recollection, I can't remember the last time Preston County was not number one, but they weren't this year. Greenbrier County was number one with 1,511 bucks killed. Preston was number two with 1,407. Randolph was third at 1,382. Ritchie County fourth at 1,244. And Hampshire County checked in at number five where they killed 1,239 bucks during the two-week season. The rest of the top ten were Braxton, Upster, uh, excuse me, Upshur, 
Hardy, Monroe, and Pendleton County. Now, the uh, press release, which I have posted at the outdoors page of WVMacroNews.com, goes on to talk a little bit about it, and it quotes uh, game management uh, chief Gary Foster, who we've had on this show previously, and in fact, he even said he and uh, Dr. Jim Crum both indicated they thought the harvest would be similar to last year, but turns out they missed that one just a bit. Uh, a couple of the factors he thinks might have impacted it was, one, the uh, heavy mast conditions in the southwestern counties significantly decreased the harvest there. That could have had an impact that they didn't see coming. And something that was pointed out by Jim Crum on this show was this year's buck season also opened later than usual and further away from the peak of the rut. And that, too, may have contributed to the uh, to the decline in, in numbers of deer killed. So a couple of things there, but it's grist for the mill now. There are uh, still some seasons open, even today. The uh, second so of the split antlerless seasons is happening, and that runs through tomorrow. And then, uh, let's see, they've got, uh, they run them down here, De- December 12th through the 15th, that's that's this week. And then muzzleloader season opens December 16th and runs through the 22nd. The youth and uh, excess deer season for antlerless deer is 20, the December 26th through 27th. And then the class, uh, the the open antlerless season, the third one in December twenty eighth through the thirty first, first in specific counties or portions, and then the the wildly popular from last year Mountaineer Heritage season, which comes in January 9th and runs through January twelfth. That's the one where you can use a, a muzzle loader or a, a bow, but they have to be primitive muzzle loader or bow. They cannot be the inline muzzle loader. They have to be a flintlock or Percussion side lock, um, or if you're going to use a bow, it has to be a uh, a recurve or a longbow, something like that. So, and that turned out to be really popular last year, and I would think so because in January, you kind of run out of things to do. <laughs> so to put a season in there is really cool, and uh, it was well received last year. And I figure there'll probably be even more people that get involved in it because last year I don't think a whole lot of people knew about it because I kept getting texts and phone calls. Is it true we can hunt next week with a muzzleloader? I was like, yeah, yeah, that's that was one of the things they implemented. And I think the DNR made a good move when they decided to extend the hunting season past the first of the year. They'd always been reluctant to do that because that's when the license ended and there was a lot of resistance to doing anything big game-wise after the first of the year. I think that was a good move. And I think that, you know, that probably will continue uh, into the future. And that's not a, that's not a bad idea. They ought to explore more of that. So, but anyway, uh, those are the numbers. And like I said, I posted them at the outdoors page at wbmatronews.com where I posted that press release and you can check it out. But how did deer season go? How did buck season go in your specific area? In your hunting camp, what were some of the cool stories that you'd like to share with us? 1-800-765-8255. We've got phone lines open this morning and we're eager to take your calls and we hope you'll call because you're all I got lined up for the day. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be Coop and myself having a conversation about deer. So uh, give us a call. The phone lines are open now, and Coop's waiting to hear from you. 1-800-765-8255. Back in a moment. 
2020 Hatfield McCoy annual trail permits are now on sale, just in time for holiday gift giving. Buy now to ride all year long and ride now for an unforgettable experience on over 700 miles of winter wonderland. West Virginia resident permits are only $26.50. Gift certificates are available at Hatfield McCoy Welcome Centers or online at trailsheaven.com. And don't forget, HMT's Bearwaller Trail System for full-sized off-road vehicles. This year, give the gift of adventure with a Hatfield McCoy Trails gift certificate. Do you have a hunter or angler on your holiday shopping list? Well, thanks to the West Virginia DNR and Tourism Office, you can give a gift that keeps giving all year. Purchase a 2020 Class X or XJ hunting, trapping, and fishing combination gift license in December, and your hunter or angler will be automatically entered to win a free lifetime license, a vacation getaway to West Virginia State Park, and other prizes. Call the West Virginia DNR licensing team today at 304-558-2758 to give the gift of a license. That's 304-558-2758. Give us a call and let us know how your buck season went. 1-800-765-8255. This is West Virginia Outdoors on Metro News, presented by the Hatfield-McCoy Trails. On Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. The Peyton Law Firm, Tom and Harvey, remind you that hunting is a good way to cement father-son relationships. And fathers should always remind sons of all the safety rules. Point the gun away from people. Hunt with a partner. Wear blaze orange. However, hunting accidents do happen as they do every day on the highway. If a careless driver breaks the rules and hits you, call Tom and Harvey. They'll hunt down the offender and get just compensation for you. Peyton Law Firm, online at PeytonLawFirm.com. Now is the best time all year to save tons of cash on gift certificates to businesses you love with 50-50 Friday. We have leftover gift certificates from this year's 50-50 Friday participants, and we're selling them at blowout prices. If you're looking for a gym membership or access to personal training and group strength training classes, look no further than iFit24. You can get a one-month membership for 75% off. Winter is here. Now is the time to save cash and winterize your lawn and garden power equipment and to make sure the radiators in your passenger cars and heavy-duty trucks are ready for the cold. Take them to Interstate Radiator and Small Engine Repair with 75% discounts on their gift certificates. And sit back, relax, and get refined with an amazing haircut that includes a hot towel facial wrap, traditional straight razor neck shave, wash, style, and an amazing neck and shoulder massage at the Refinery Barbershop. You guessed it, 75% off. Head to WCHSnetwork.com and click the 5050 Friday button to get gift certificates for these businesses and more, courtesy of WKAZ AM, Charleston's ESPN, and 580 WCHS. 580 WCHS loves to make our listeners winners. But to do that, we all have to follow some rules. Like winners have to be at least 18 to take home their prize, can only win once in 30 days, must pay applicable taxes, and only one winner per household per contest is permitted. If you love the win, be sure to read all the contest rules posted at 580WCHS.com or in our studios at 1111 Virginia Street, East in Charleston. Thanks for playing with 580WCHS. West Virginia Outdoors with Chris Lawrence, Saturday at 7 a.m. and Sunday at 5 p.m. Presented by Peyton Law Firm, Harvey and Tom, protecting your rights online at PeytonLawFirm.com. I can make a living from walking in the woods. You can bet I be sitting pretty good high on a hill, looking at a field downwind. We're back on West Virginia Outdoors. Chris Lawrence with you on a Saturday morning. Coop is our producer, Dale Cooper, over on the other side of the glass this morning. And 
We've got the phone lines open, but uh, if you call now, you'll get right in. 1-800-765-8255, a show we do every we, every year. I just clear it out, and there's no guest today. It's an open line, and we want to hear from you to tell us how your buck season went. Did you do well? Did you get a new buck? Do you have an interesting story about how deer season went for you? Or was it a complete wash? You didn't do well at all. And what do you think that, what is your theory behind the reason that you didn't do well? So 1-800-765-8255. The phone lines are open this morning to talk about it and, uh, and let us know. I, uh, also forgot to mention, and this is posted as well at the outdoors page of wvmetronews.com, but the DNR released the fall turkey harvest figures as well this week. Nobody, fall turkey hunts like they once did when i was in high school this was this was the season fall turkey hunting was probably bigger than spring gobbler season when i grew up well first of all there weren't that many turkeys to start with but the fall season is when you 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 know you really had a better opportunity to see them back in the back in the 80s where i grew up in virginia we rarely saw a turkey to begin with but uh, that was the that was when everybody hunted them but you have to consider that in the 1980s, that was before bow hunting became what it was today for deer. And there weren't that many deer to begin with. Now, bow hunting seems to have replaced turkey hunting. I mean, you can only do so much, right? So, uh, and the other thing was, and I was thinking about this while I was hunting over the, over the buck season. You have a lot of time in the stand that you think about things and you reminisce. I remember in high school, growing up in Virginia, when we bought the big game license, that entitled us to kill a buck, a bear, and a turkey. And I remember that the uh, the license was this cardboard thing, and it was it was red and blue, and it had the tags on there. It had bear, deer, turkey, deer number two. I mean, it all all and you 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 tore them out and you hung them on there. I always hoped I could do that. It was so rare that I got to tear one of those off and never do that, but I thought about that. All right, we'll uh, we'll we'll run down those turkey harvest figures in a moment. But first, to the phone lines, and let's see. Mike has called in from Morgantown. Mike, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I am well. Thank you for your call. How'd your buck season go? It was like the rest of the state. It was fairly slow. Uh, my son really likes buck. I had a nephew killed his first buck, and it was really nice, but. Uh, Otherwise, we didn't see as many as we usually do, but uh, I was real lucky. I didn't shoot and have to gut, drag, skin, or butcher anything, so it worked out really well for me. <laughs> there is something to be said for that, isn't there? <laughs> I've noticed I've noticed as I've gotten older, that becomes less alluring. <laughs> right, right, yeah, and, and the problem is I've shot so many bucks that I'm only going to shoot something pretty big, but uh, I, I just won't put it. I'm not going to put it in the effort. I'm just hoping that that, uh, that, that the rut stays in enough that some big dumb buck will uh, walk by me so I can shoot him. Otherwise, I'm just you know, I'm just not going to put in the effort. Yeah, I, I actually did that myself. I let, let's see, opening day, I was back on the farm. I let three young bucks. There were two spikes and one four-point, and they were – they were chasing around this doe that had been there, but they didn't know what they were doing, and I could have killed all three of them, probably with three consecutive shots. That was how silly they were being. But I thought, I'm going to let them go. I want to see if a bigger one will walk out here. And it never happened. But, you know, that's a risky right. run when you let them walk. But, you know, eventually, if you play that game, a big one will walk out. So, Right. We're, yeah, we're, we're, 
where my family hunts and where our friends, we don't shoot anything less than eight points. So mm-hmm. I, I saw a half a dozen four four point spikes, whatever, but you know, chasing around. But the, I did have a question. Yes, sir. Um, I have a lifetime license, so I don't have to spend any money a, a, every year. But I, I always buy a second buck tag and a bear damage stamp, even though the likelihood of me using either one is really extremely remote. But I figured, well, the DNR could use the money. But do they get credit for that for the federal match, uh, or do they, they only get a credit uh, for the federal funds for actually purchasing a you know, hunting license? No, the uh, the lifetime license counts as a hunting license. That is credited toward the federal match. Well, yeah, no, I know that, but you know, but that was bought thirty years ago. So it still counts. On it still counts. Oh, it's still. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, do they also get credit when you buy a second buck tag and a bear damage or a bear damage stamp? No, I don't think that that goes into the counting. I mean, I mean, I'd have to check, but I don't think that counts toward. I mean, a hunter is a hunter. You're one hunter. And regardless of how many tags you buy, they that goes on what the 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 base license, like the class X license that you bought, or the or the hunting license you bought year to year, or your lifetime license. What they were running into, though, was you'll recall a few years ago, it, for, for many years, and even my father in law, he he talked about this was can't wait till I get sixty five and don't have to buy a license anymore. Okay. Right, um, and, and that and that was fine, and everybody looked forward. To that the problem is, West Virginia is one of the oldest states in the country, and as more and more people started hitting sixty-five, they quit buying license, and the number of our license holders went down, and that did start to impact the federal aid, and that's why they created the lifetime senior license for whatever was it twenty-five bucks or something. You get it, and and that will count you as a hunter for the next ten years. So yeah, uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, okay. Well, they okay. So then, if I were were to buy an annual license instead of the bear damage stamp and a second buck tag, that wouldn't add to the federal match either, then. Well, uh, I don't know about that. I, I, I never heard tell of buying two licenses, but I guess you, I guess you could. Yeah. And and then yeah, I guess, yeah, well, it would count. But then I think you might get into trouble if you tried to, to check one, you know, if you get more deer. I know you wouldn't do this, but... Say you tagged out on your lifetime license, and then you tried to tag out on your other license, then you're going to run into problems with law enforcement. You're right. Well, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I just wanted to help the state out the maximum I can, yeah. since you know I know they need the money. That's a, that that you know that's something my dad always told, talked about. I told him, I said, Dad, we buy these licenses every year. We never kill a deer, and he just looked at me and said, Don't worry about that. He said, Even if you don't kill a deer, the money that you're spending on that license helps to manage and enhance what we've got now and make it better and someday down the road you know you'll be able to kill a deer and he was right and i've always i've always remembered my dad telling me that and i've never have regretted buying a license for anything anywhere as long you know as as long as as i i felt like it was going toward managing the deer or managing whatever game or fish whatever yeah yeah okay well i just you've answered my question so all right uh, have a have a merry christmas merry christmas mike thanks for the call buddy yeah, that's Mike, Mike calling in there from Morgantown, and as he disappears, we've got phone lines open one eight hundred seven six five eight two five five. How'd your buck season go? And that that's an interesting question. Do you buy your license year to year? Because we have news about that as well. Of course, the DNR this year decided to start selling those annual licenses. Uh, trying, trying. I think they were trying to coordinate it with Cyber Monday and trying to get everybody to buy them online. At any rate. They sort of marketed it, and as you heard the uh, ad there a moment ago that I did, 
they are they are hoping people will buy a license if for people that buy them year to year if they buy a license uh, for a Christmas present. And if you do that, whoever you buy it for is going to go into a drawing for several pretty cool prizes, including. Uh, so I think there's some grab bag stuff, and then there's uh, weekends at West Virginia State Parks, and the grand prize, a free lifetime hunting fishing license. Now, that's a pretty cool prize right there. That, and I know they don't give those out very freely. You know, those are that's about a six or $700 value. So they don't just hand those out, but that's, that's a pretty cool prize to win. I, I think a, they give away a couple of them at the National Hunting and Fishing Day to the Winners of the Youth Challenge, the Grand Prize Winners of the Youth Challenge, I think. Uh, but that's about the only time I've ever heard of them given out other than this. So, And they're going to make that drawing sometime in January. So stay tuned uh, for the winner on that. And if you have somebody on your gift list that buys their license year to year, that would be a pretty cool way to do it because come January 1st, they're going to need their hunting and fishing license or they're going to be hunting and fishing without a license, and that can never go well. So uh, 1-800-765-8255. The phone lines are open this morning. How'd your buck season go? Let us know. I told you a moment ago the turkey hunting harvest for the fall has been uh, compiled, and I posted the this press release as well to the outdoors page of WVMetroNews.com. The, let's see, the fall harvest was 8% below the 2018 harvest and the 10-year average. Number of birds this year, on par with a typical fall season, well, they killed 1,113. 1,113 turkeys killed in the fall season. Contributing factors included mass conditions, uh, slightly above average, and the good mass uh, dispersed birds across the landscape, making it more difficult for hunters to find them. That according to the uh, to Mike Peters, who's the game bird biologist for the DNR. And it's the fourth year that all 55 counties had at least a one-week season and the second year that Sunday hunting was permitted in all those counties on both public and private land. That increased opportunity and impact. Here were your numbers. Uh, top county for turkey hunting, Greenbrier County. Again, 65 birds killed in Greenbrier County. Randolph County was second with 61, then Upshur with 59, Monroe with 56, and Nicholas County at 51. And all these counties had a four-week season, except for Upshur County. They had a two-week season. So there's running down your uh, fall turkey harvest figures in West Virginia. 1-800-765-8255. Give us a holler. Look in this morning. I've got open phone lines for you to share with us how your buck season went. Did you get a big buck? Did somebody in your hunting camp get a big buck? Or did it go pretty slow and nothing went nothing went your way? Or did you have a cool story that came out of the uh, that came out of the hunting season that you'd like to share with us? Uh, anything you got this morning? Uh, the show is yours. You're our guest. One eight hundred seven six five eight two five five. We got to take a break. When we get back. We'll go back to the phones. This is West Virginia Outdoors. Show us what you got in the annual Ram Trophy Photo Contest. Send us a picture documenting your hunting and fishing success story. If you killed a nice buck or you got a trophy-sized fish, we'd love to see it and help you show it off to the world at our website, wvmacronews.com. Now, size doesn't matter. If it's a trophy to you, it's a trophy to us. So go to the outdoors page of wvmacronews.com, click the Ram Trophy Room icon, and submit your pictures. We'll have four monthly prizes drawn randomly from all entrants. From Ram Trucks and Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. 
At RBC Wealth Management, they work with you to plan for your financial future with their unique Wealth Plan Analysis. Wealth Plan helps you prioritize goals, identify ways to maximize your resources, and determine the best way to achieve those goals for a comfortable retirement. No matter where you are on your financial path, let RBC help you bring your goals to life. Call 800-950-3421 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, member NYSE FINRA SIPC. You're listening to West Virginia Outdoors, presented by the Hatfield-McCoy Trails on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. In most cases, when you go hunting, you'll have to travel some distance to get to your favorite spot. Now, we know you'll be careful, but what about the distracted driver who slams into you, causing injuries and damage? You deserve compensation. You need the Peyton Law Firm. You need Tom and Harvey. Their research and over 60 years of experience mean a head start toward a successful ending. The Peyton Law Firm, Tom and Harvey, online at PeytonLawFirm.com. Were you born from 1945 to 1965? People born during these years are five times more likely to have hepatitis C, but most people don't know they are infected. So even if you try to eat right, exercise, and take care of yourself, you can still have hepatitis C, a serious liver disease that often has no symptoms. In fact, people can live with hepatitis C for decades without feeling or looking sick. But over time, hepatitis C can cause serious health problems, including liver damage, liver failure, or even liver cancer. Getting tested is the only way to know if you're infected with hepatitis C. That's why the CDC recommends everyone born from 1945 to 1965 get a blood test for hepatitis C. Treatments are available that can cure this disease. So talk to your doctor about getting tested. It could save your life. A message from the CDC. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? Chris Lawrence hosts West Virginia Outdoors, Saturday mornings at 7 on The Voice of Charleston. 96.5, 104.5, and 580 WCHS. We're back on West Virginia Outdoors, 1-800-765-8255. That's the toll-free number. You're the guest this morning. Open phone lines. We specifically want to hear about how your buck season went, but if you've got other outdoor-related commentary or questions, take those as well. It's open line. Give us a holler. Uh, back to the phones this morning. We do have phone lines open. You can get in now if you give us a call. Michael and Logan. Michael, good morning. Hey, Chris. How you doing, buddy? I'm well, sir. What's on your mind this morning? Uh, I didn't have a very good season, but I'll take a bad day of hunting over a good day of work any day. Isn't that the truth, brother? I got, <laughs> <laughs> I got a unrela- kind of unrelated question. I, I've been asking for a couple months now. I just, I've never seen a deer sleep. Have you ever seen a deer sleep? Have I ever seen a deer sleep? No, I, 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 I guess, I guess I've never, I've never seen one sleep per, per se as to what we would consider sleep. No. Yeah, I, I've hunted, I'm 40, uh, 41 years old, and I've been hunting since I've been old enough to hunt. I've never actually walked upon a deer and it'd be asleep. I was just something I've just been on my mind for quite a while. And 
I was aiming to call you when I get a chance to, and I had a chance, that's why I called you. That's an interesting question. You know, I, I grew up on a farm, and I don't recall ever actually seeing a cow sleep. I'd see them lie down and throw their head back, but I've never seen them close their eyes and start snoring, you know? Yeah, that's just something I was wondering about. I think, I think maybe the animal kingdom uh, beyond the human race probably has a, a little different attitude about how you rest up and get ready to re- rejuvenate your body. So, yeah, yeah. Well, where do you where do you where do you hunt during gun season? Since obviously you can't do it in Logan. Uh, we went down to Big Ugly in Lincoln County this year. Well, last year and this year. Last year we done pretty good. We had, uh, I think, four. Decent rack bucks, high 120, 130 inch bucks come off property. Mm. But none this year. Had one little seven point, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the way it goes. Maybe next year. Yeah, I will. Very good bit work, like I said. Amen, brother. Michael, appreciate the call, buddy. All right, you too. That's Michael calling in from Logan, listening in on WVOW this morning. Thanks for the call. And we got phone lines open 1 800 765 8255. By the way, if you haven't already, you need to uh, submit your picture from gun season or from tr- whatever you got. It doesn't matter if it was a big buck or if it was a small buck. If it was big to you, that's fine. But the uh, Ram Trophy photo contest continues, and I was a little slow in getting those. I was out for a week, so a lot of those I didn't get posted, but I think I'm caught up on them now. And quite a few pictures posted, and a lot of them are really, really cool pictures, not just of deer either. We've got cool pictures of fish from elsewhere. A guy sent me a picture this morning of a steelhead he caught fly fishing on a tributary of Lake Erie back in the fall. That's fine. Love those pictures. Um, guy sent me a picture of his wife ice fishing in Wisconsin, and she's got a... I think a crappie and two or three bluegill laid out there on the ice, and she's sitting on a five-gallon bucket with a hole punched through the ice, just watching the watching the pole, waiting for it to go under. That's cool. I never did, I never was enthused about doing that. I never did find sitting on a block of ice to catch a fish my thing. But I know up north, it's a huge thing. So. That uh, They were pretty proud of that picture, and I appreciate them sending them in. So you can go to the outdoors page of WVMatronews.com and click on the trophy room, and you can look at all the cool pictures we got. But I encourage you as well to uh, submit one of your own, because every month from now through, I think it runs through February, Coop, that uh, we're going to have a drawing each month for a cool prize pack from uh, Ram Trucks. It's a lot of Ram gear, but it's really cool stuff. And you could be the uh, winner of that. We've had two already. We've got a couple more to go and then the grand prize. So submit your picture at the outdoors page at WVMatronews.com and then check out all of the uh, the very cool um, uh, pictures that have been submitted to us. 1-800-765-8255 is our toll-free number this morning. We've got phone lines open if you want to get involved. There was a guy that called and did not want to go on the air with us. It's a talk show. Got to get you. You need to come on the air so we can have a proper discussion about this. But one of his many questions that he tries to po- tried to pose to Coop was this. He wanted to talk about deer baiting. He said, "Is deer baiting allowed in any circumstance? And what do you do if you suspect somebody has been hunting deer over bait?" Well, deer baiting in this state is legal. Yes, you can do that. That's a, that's the law, and a lot of people do it, but. It's not allowed 
and I, this gets a little dicey, so it, I, I'm hesitant to even speak about this, but I know that there are rules regarding baiting in the areas where chronic wasting disease has been discovered. Those were emergency rules, I think, that were implemented by the director, which I think he, he or she or whoever the director is has the power to impose those for a certain period of time in, in an emergency situation. CWD was considered an emergency situation, particularly because there is some thought that deer eating out of the same pile uh, tend to spread that illness. So there was a, there was a ban on baiting in those counties where CWD became prevalent. And that was implemented by the director several years ago. I think that, I think it was Director Jezero was the one who actually first implemented that. I think it's still in place because I think eventually that became the law that, that was codified in uh, legislative rules. But it's still legal to bait deer in West Virginia. And I, you know, there's, there's a lot of controversy about it. Uh, should it be allowed? Should it not continue to be allowed? There, there are two very, uh, strong-headed schools have thought about that, and you'll you'll probably get into a really hard debate if you uh, if you want to talk, depending on who you're uh, you're talking to, because there are strong feelings on both sides about that. What is interesting is that while it's legal to bait for deer in West Virginia, it is illegal to hunt bear or turkey over bait, and that is a capital no-no. And a lot of people get busted every year for doing that, which always leads to the common question, uh, well, I, was, uh, I wasn't hunting bear, I was hunting deer. Oh, really? Because some of those seasons coincide. So there's a, there, there, there's, a, there's a myriad of issues that come up when you want to talk about baiting, and that's a can of worms that we probably could open another day on this show, and I'm sure we would get a lot of talk about it. But to answer your question, yes, you, uh, you are allowed to uh, – to bait deer if you suspect somebody is baiting turkey or bear though you can call your local uh, natural resources police officer and tip them off and tell them where it's happening and generally they'll investigate it and from time to time even set up surveillance and they'll arrest people well not arrest people they'll cite people when they uh, catch them in the act of doing that so i hope i answered your question there but i wish you to come on the air we could have talked a little more about it back to the phones paul has called us from charleston paul good morning hey good morning yes sir what's on your mind i have a uh... Well, you know, <clears throat> this year when I went hunting, typically on opening day, it's typically, you know, just a, 10 years ago, it would be a war zone. You hear shots, you'd count probably 100 to 200 shots by noon. Well, this year, nothing. It, probably for the entire two weeks that I hunted, it was uh, maybe 50 shots for two weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I, I firmly believe that the DNR needs to really take a look at the doe harvesting numbers and and, and probably cut back on a lot of counties. I, I hunt in northern Putnam County, and, you know, it used to be deer would run over you. Now they're they're just few and far between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's something that I know when we uh, when, when we go to the uh, the uh, sectional meetings that uh, where people are allowed to get up and talk. That's one of the things that people talk about is you know that that, that they feel that there are too many does are being harvested. And it is pretty liberal in some parts of West Virginia. Now, you have to keep in mind, a few years ago, we had so many deer that they, they widened that out because they were trying to get that down to a manageable level. They have a target objective as far as the number of deer per square mile. And in some places, you know, they're trying to get one deer per square mile. In some places, it's like 14. So they're trying to reduce that. 
Yeah, and I think they've reached that objective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 you're right. You know, they would. I mean, you go in the woods within ten minutes, you're, there's deer right there. Right. And then this year, nothing. I mean, just nothing. And you know, as a hunter, I mean, I don't mind spending money, but I've spent a lot of money over the years, and then you invest that much time and money, and you don't harvest anything. It, it, it starts becoming discouraging, and then it makes you not want to hunt the following year. And you know, that's the and, other thing. That's the other thing that I was going to bring up when you mentioned the fact that you only heard about fifty shots. How many people are still hunting, and and how many of our young people are taking it up? You know, I, I think that's another thing. Some of us are starting to get long in the tooth, and there just aren't as many young hunters that are coming up behind us to replace uh, those of us who are getting too old to do it. That's that's well, an, that's another yeah, thing to consider. That, but mm-hmm. well, obviously they have the numbers, you know, on the amount of hunting licenses that they sell. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll probably look at that versus the amount of deer harvest. Right. But you know, like like I said, in Putnam County, you can get three does, and then they're so liberal with the dates, you can hunt four different times of the year with these special seasons. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just too much in my book. Uh, it, 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 I feel almost it, that it's so. So little does out there, so many, so little amount of does in the woods that they might have to go back to a lottery system or just cut back at all. You know, maybe one doe in Putnam County. Well, if they, uh, that's certainly something to bring up when you uh, speak at the uh, at the sportsman sectional meetings coming up in March. I'm sure they, you know, they'll take your input on that. And I don't think you're alone in feeling that way. I hear a lot of people say that. Yep. It, uh, it's just a little discouraging, like I said. You know, you spend a lot of time and money, and yeah. and all of a sudden it just wastes. I mean, I, I enjoy being in the woods, and just being in the woods is peaceful. But wow, my my guess, my I guess is like that. My guess, bit of, my guess is, Paul, you didn't you didn't get a big buck. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> a medium. I got I got a medium sized buck. A medium sized buck. Well, you got one. Yeah, so congratulations to you on I that. Got one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paul, I appreciate your I appreciate your call this morning, buddy. Merry Christmas and thanks for listening. Same to you. Bye bye. All right, that's Paul calling in for Charleston. Give us a holler. One eight hundred seven six five eight two five five. How'd your buck season go? We've got phone lines open and I'd love to hear from you. We're back in a moment after this. Attention hunters and anglers, the West Virginia DNR and Tourism Office have teamed up to give you an opportunity to win big. Purchase your 2020 Class X or XJ hunting, trapping, and fishing combination license in December, and you'll be automatically entered into a drawing to win a free lifetime license, a vacation getaway at a West Virginia State Park, and other prizes. Don't delay. Get ahead of the game. Visit your local licensing agent or go online at wvhunt.com and renew your license today. Great news. 2020 Hatfield-McCoy annual trail permits are now on sale, just in time for holiday gift giving. Buy now to ride all year long and ride now for an unforgettable experience on over 700 miles of winter wonderland. West Virginia resident permits are only $26.50. Gift certificates are available at Hatfield-McCoy Welcome Centers or online at trailsheaven.com. And don't forget, HMT's Bearwalla Trail System for full-sized off-road vehicles. This year, give the gift of adventure with a Hatfield-McCoy Trails gift certificate. You're listening to West Virginia Outdoors presented by the Hatfield-McCoy Trails on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Don't miss the St. Albans Festival of Lights now through December 26th at St. Albans City Park. See all of your Christmas favorites in lights plus a new life-size red dragon display. 
On December 14th, you can tour some of the oldest and most historic homes in St. Albans as they are all decked out for Christmas from 5 to 8 p.m. Tickets available that evening at 404 4th Avenue. Kids of all ages will want to see Adventures in Santa Claus Land play the Albans Arts Center December 6th to 15th, the ultimate Christmas adventure. If it's happening at Christmas, it's happening in St. Albans. The holidays are here, and Chick-fil-A is the easy choice for irresistible food for any holiday occasion. The options are endless at Chick-fil-A with hot nuggets or strips trays, grilled chicken cool wraps, salads, cookies, and more. Everything you need to make your party the most memorable event of the year. Let Chick-fil-A take the stress out of your holiday party planning. Call your local Chick-fil-A restaurant or visit online at Chick-fil-A.com. Happy holidays from your local West Virginia Chick-fil-A restaurants. Get the latest local news and weather, live high school sports, and your favorite talk shows like 580 Live and Ask the Expert right from your smartphone. With the 580 WCHS app. WCHS app. Go to Google Play or the App Store now and search for WCHS. Or check out WCHSnetwork.com and download the app today. Then you'll have the news and information you need to connect to our community. The WCHS app, now available available. at WCHSnetwork.com. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself, and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits, or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. America's Bounty is brought to you by Burlington. Hurry into your Burlington store and save big on the hottest gifts for everyone. Name brand toys, gift baskets, electronics, matching PJs, plus Disney's Frozen 2 merchandise. Burlington, gifts for everyone. This is a special presentation from ABC News Radio. America's Bounty. Here's your host, ABC News correspondent, Aaron Katursky. ABC's Ryan Burrow takes us back to central Illinois now, where the Ackerman family's century-old pumpkin farm faced its worst planting season ever. 2019 was a challenging year for John Ackerman and farmers all across the Midwest. The ag industry took big hits because of bad weather, international trade, and politics. This is a Tennessee spinning gourd. If I had a place, a flat place... I would snap it like that, and it would spin, spin like a like top. top. Yep. Sure. Okay. We sell thousands of those. The kids love them. Really? There's a flat white boar. I believe that's an African one. This is one of the favorite uh, pumpkin chucking pumpkins. This is a Guatemalan. It's La Estrella. What happened this year that was so unique? In my entire farming life, and I have been farming my entire life, this was the worst spring for getting anything planted. It started out cold and wet back in October, and it stayed cold and wet right through what should have been the ideal, optimal planting period. Uh, It was so bad, I lost both of my beehives. And I had a friend who lost all 10 of his. It was that cold and that wet. So it was very difficult to get any of our crops in in a timely fashion. Now, the blessing of the year has been the pumpkins, because even though I didn't get done till July 2nd, which is very late for planting pumpkins, it turned incredibly hot, and we were actually in the drought monitor. So pumpkins, surprisingly, like it dry and warm. 
Uh, so even though my corn and soybeans have truly suffered, and there will be a yield loss to those, the blessing has been those pumpkins. Been Honestly, I am not familiar with that. I had, I had not heard anything one way or the other. Now, granted, I don't, numbers I don't you know, hang in the circles of folks that, if I had that do a lot of biking, because that's just not my uh, thing. But a few surprises, uh, obviously, you do, and you're hearing that, so there might be some truth to that. We could probably check it out and talk about it a little more. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. The reason I'm interested in this because you know you I, I'm in pretty good shape, but I'll be 70 years old. Income. It rains every year, though. I mean, what was what was? I, I mean, was it just the amount this year? And, and where uh, where is the problem? Is it that the seeds don't stay in the ground? Is it hard to get the equipment out? There's several things. The one you never worked around with, but as the years later and later, you have to make a decision. What's the trade-off between working around wet and compacting it versus planting too late? There's other factors that made this year kind of rough. It rained an awful that kind lot of thing, if they opened up in the you want a time of rain, but you don't want any rain. What does that mean for us, the consumer? Like I think so it's not that's the reason I'm interested so much, in it. Mostly yeah. because there just has yeah. not been. Uh, that's a very good question, and, and something that we can pursue. And I'll uh, I'll see if we can uh, look further into that. So so at this point, obviously, no motorized vehicles are allowed. You know, on the trails or in the behind the gate of the national forest. But bicycles, in some cases, are going to make it through the Thanksgiving holiday. He's pretty safe. Uh, Perfect timing. (laughs) Unless it's a wilderness area where where it's you can have no wheeled vehicle whatsoever. Alluded to the tariffs. There are are those prescriptions as well. It's something that we knew was going to hurt farmers. Have you seen any impact of that as of yet? Yeah, we did, especially during some of the times when there was talk of trade wars. You can't start going out making your own trails. This was just on speculation at that point. And that's the problem. On the border trade, commodity prices move rapidly with just the and I'm not saying that, that there is shouldn't have been trade talks, uh, and, and that's not the point, really. I think it's just a question of the way it's handled. There's kind of a, a more delicate way that some of these negotiations can be handled that would affect the market as much. And maybe that's what some of us farmers are hoping for. Are you going to be able to get us out of this place? We're going to be here to harvest. If they can open up the National Forest, did you bring it? You lost. Well, I can tell you for sure. The easy way out is right that way. For people that want to do it, I mean, it would be great. We don't do this. Yeah. Hey, Bill, I pro- rich, got you know, some people get stars in their eyes. And I, I, I hope when, I, when I'm so about to turn 70, I'm really still getting out like you are, man. That's great. Things you have to get used to in any farming operation <laughs> well, is how much you, your I, income varies. I, I've already worked one out year could be a great year, and maybe the next two years will be really, really hard ones. And you have to adjust your spending habits, your income. Well, Bill, I appreciate you calling. Thanks for listening this morning, man. Through the lean years. How old are you? Hey, you guys do great job. Three years old. All right, that's Bill calling us from St. Albans. Let's go to Al, who's in parts unknown, out in the field. Al, good morning. Is that pumpkin way more than you? Who's heavier, the pumpkin or you? Hey, uh, I I like what Bill's talking about, passing up a lot of young bucks. Um, That's how you You get a nice man. You're not a pumpkin. Uh, I'm I'm trying to take care of that on my property, but unfortunately, uh, we have a lot of... uh, and people more around me purchase the farm that, for development money. are not buying and, in uh, anymore. I, I mean, we've been doing it wrong for a long time. Uh, I know on paper, two and a half year olds, they would probably be a small thing. So you're going to get, you but know, you've got to make some decisions. You know, what what but, kind of uh, lifestyle do you want to lead? You know, it's very you know what really are riches? You know, I mean, riches aren't always just money. There's riches that come with raising your children, saving your daughter's due, living in the house that's been passed down. 
is, uh, is West Virginia ever going to get out of the old school mentality of, you know, eight and out, side to hear is black. Harvest is wrapped up. That doesn't mean John's done. I know there are a lot of people that think the way you think, and I think there's a growing number of people, and then, but I think there is resistance codifying that in legislative rules or in le- in the in the regulations it seems that you're seeing more and more pretty nice bucks that are being killed and it's not because of anything that the uh, the agency did or the state did as far as restricting it's it's self-policing by hunters that has done that and and yeah. I, and i think that's starting there are more and more people starting to adopt the attitude that you just described and and self-included i mean there was a time when i would because there was a time that if you saw a buck at all, it was a pretty big deal, so you killed it. That's not the case anymore. Like this year, I saw three, and I didn't shoot any of them. So I saw, I mean, several, several, and and you just you just have to age them. They all had skinny necks, and they weren't really big uh, mm-hmm. body size, but yet they had nice horns, decent horns, let's just say. Yeah. But um, you know, they were just too young. The two and a half. You know, let him let him get three and a half, four and a half years old. That way, you can have a, a nice a nice buck. Yeah. If it's not going to go on the wall, just want to go on a plaque. Let it walk. Hey, Al, I appreciate the call this morning. I'm behind on the break. I got to get it. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Chris. That's Al call, calling in from out in the field somewhere. We'll be back in a moment. It's the Ram Big Finish event, and this holiday, our gift to you is Employee Pricing Plus. That means you pay what we pay all month long on the Ram 1500 with its available Hemi V8 and Ram 3500 with up to 1,000 pound-feet of torque. So hurry into the Ram, hurry into the Ram Big Finish event and get Employee Pricing Plus all month long. Offer is available on the purchase or lease of a 2020 Ram 1500 or any new 2019 Ram truck, excluding Ram ProMaster, Ram ProMaster City, and Ram chassis cab models. Customer responsible for $200 administration fee. Must take retail delivery by 1220. See dealer for details. West Virginia Outdoors brought to you in part this morning by Ram Trucks, made for those who stand apart. You're listening to West Virginia Outdoors, presented by the Hatfield-McCoy Trails on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Winter storm worries take away your peace of mind. You remember last year, no power, no heat, but no need to fear thanks to Expect Power. With a generator from Expect, you have the power. And before you think you can't afford a generator, just schedule a free estimate in December and receive $500 towards a whole home generator of your choice. Plus, one year of free maintenance. Ask yourself, can I afford not to have a generator? Call Expect Power at 304-746-1139. Generators from Expect, bringing the power to the people. What's the easy way to combine the sport of hunting and a law firm? In the same commercial, the law firm is the Peyton Law Firm, Tom and Harvey. The hunting means driving to Boone County or Clay, Jackson, Lincoln, or Fayette County. Driving means that a not-paying-attention driver could crash into you, and that means getting Tom and Harvey to get you the compensation you deserve. The Peyton Law Firm, online at PeytonLawFirm.com. 580 WCHS has once again been recognized as one of the best radio news stations in the country with a national 2019 Edward R. Murrow Award. The teachers and service personnel here are on the picket line. We provide the most complete continuing coverage. No words can really describe it. Just a sea of teachers as far as the eye can see. Stay informed online at WCHSnetwork.com, on our mobile app, and over the air on The Voice of Charleston. 104.5, 96.5, and 580 WCHS. 
Hi, this is ABC's Sherry Preston. If you want to catch up on the week's biggest news stories or just learn something new, check out Perspective from ABC News. We'll go in-depth on the stories you need to know about with our reporters around the globe. London. Paris. Seuss, Tunisia. Kathmandu. Nepal. Sydney. Jerusalem. ABC News. Brussels. You'll also hear interviews you won't find anywhere else. Again, that's Perspective from ABC News. Listen for it right here. Saturday mornings at 9 on The Voice of Charleston. 580 WCHS. West Virginia Outdoors with Chris Lawrence. Saturday at 7 a.m. and Sunday at 5 p.m. Presented by the Payton Law Firm. Marty and Tom protecting your rights online at PaytonLawFirm.com. Leaves are turning. There's a chill in the air. Campfires are burning. We're gathered round in chairs. Welcome back to West Virginia Outdoors. We've got a few minutes left in today's show. Uh, a note for those of you who listen on our flagship, 580 WCHS. For the last couple of weeks, I've been getting your messages and folks telling me that during the show, somebody just for no reason starts talking about a pumpkin harvest. And producer Coop and I, for a week now, have been combing through the archive trying to figure this out. Well, and I know that happened this morning again. We figured it out. We we ferreted out the problem, uh, and Coop has uh, stomped the bug in the floor, and we apologize for the problems it caused to our listeners on 580, but we have it fixed. So come on back. The water's again warm. So apologize for that. Sometimes when you're working with computers and human beings interacting with them, this stuff happens. So that's that was the issue. We've got it worked out. So 580 is back to normal. I just posted a really cool picture to uh, Facebook and to my Twitter account. If you're if you follow me on one of those uh, social media services, and it is a picture this morning. Well, it's not this morning, but it's this week sometime of the B Run ramp. At Sutton Lake. Now we did this story. We told you about this a few weeks ago. The Army Corps of Engineers draws down the lakes, of course, every year to a winter pool. But this year at Sutton, for a couple of weeks, they have drawn it down 30 feet further than normal. The reason for that is they have some uh, maintenance to do on the dam, and they're trying to remove a lot of debris that has piled up and sunk and deposited at the base of the dam. So they're trying to get that out, and they've got some some work to do on. The sluice gates and so forth, and they got divers down in there, so they had to draw it down a little further. What it has created is an incredible view of the B Run area and and the that that whole area lower than you'll ever see it. Uh, and, and Brandy Acord, who is the resource manager at Sutton Lake, sent me this picture, and she she said, and the, and by the way, the the ramps there both. Uh, at the at the dam abutment and over at B Run are open, so you can put a boat on the water, and you get to look at what Brandy calls the Lost Elk River, because really about all that's going through there now is the main river channel, and you don't get to see that very often because right there around B Run, if you're there in the summertime, that thing's it's you know ninety hundred feet deep out there, but now it's down thirty feet lo- lower than than Winter Pool, and it's going to be that way through the weekend. They should start filling everything back up. And, uh, and and get back to the normal winter pool. So it's a great opportunity, particularly if you want to go out there and look around for places that might hold fish that will be submerged and you won't be able to find them in the you know in the spring. You can go out there and pinpoint them and put them on your GPS immediately. So there's that. So thought that was cool, and you can check out the picture there on social media. That's going to wrap up this edition of West Virginia Outdoors. Next week, very cool show. You've probably seen on social media that I got to go uh, duck hunting with Colton McKivitz, Mountaineer lineman, and his dad, 
We're going to go into the Doug Blind with them next week on the show. It is epic. <laughs> Be sure and tune in for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. We'll see you later in the West Virginia outdoors. 580 WCHSAM, 96.5 FM Charleston, and 104.5 FM Cross Lanes, a West Virginia Radio Corporation station. It's 8 o'clock. From ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. In Florida, the FBI revealing new details on the Saudi Air Force pilot who went on the deadly shooting rampage at Naval Air Station Pensacola. Mohammed al